0: episode 78 with Amy Biondini and Amanda Johnson. Listen in as Amy Biondini, that's me, and Amanda Johnson have a real conversation between spiritual sisters about what's true and real for us in everyday life.
1: This is Ace Word. How's your morning going? Fine. I um, mostly just woke up and made some coffee, got him to work, and then came back, and I just thought I needed to sit for a few minutes, be quiet and still, and, and here I am, yeah. so, <laughs> here I am, awesome. how are you? You've had more of a day already than I have. I have, it,
0: it's been interesting, I like, did the normal things like food shopping and stuff, and just, we did doing some deep energy work at the moment, so I was doing all of that. And it's kind of interesting. It's like doing the inner work is the work, but it doesn't feel like the work, but should I be doing stuff? My actual stuff It's like, no, this is important.
1: (laughs) I had that yesterday. I really had that yesterday. I was, um, I had an open, I mean, my schedule has been pretty open lately and I, and so I finally started putting things on and I put some writing time on and, and I woke up and, I actually felt like connecting with a friend of mine who I haven't talked to for a while. And I thought, you know, she were very, it's important for us to connect. You know what I mean? It's like when you, it's like goodness comes out of it. So anyway, and then we talked for almost two hours and then another friend wanted to connect. And I said, yeah, you know, I know I need to really, I need to connect with her as well. And so then we connected and, you know, it was after 12 o'clock and I'm thinking I haven't done anything yet. And, um, and I, and then I had this, Thought of going back and re listening. I think I may have mentioned, I don't remember, I did last week. I did this financial empowerment workshop with my mentor, and it ended up being about a three hour workshop on Friday. And one of our pieces of homework was to re listen to the whole thing again before this Friday, which is our second workshop. And I said, Yeah, maybe I'll do that. You know, so I came back to the house and and in my mind, I was thinking, that's three hours. Like, that's a big chunk of time. And I had the exact same thought of, is there something else I need to be doing right now? And, and I, I came to the same conclusion that this work is the work. And actually, she says in, in the workshop, how we're basically shifting from a 3D understanding consciousness of money and making money and earning money to a 5D consciousness, fifth dimensional consciousness, where she likes to say, I work for source. My employer is spirit, is God. And so long as I am aligned, then I am being provided for by spirit, however that may happen. And she likes to say that your work is for, you You work for spirit, and your job is alignment, getting aligned with who you truly are. that's what it's all about so when i heard that again i thought this is my work quote unquote like i'm doing work today even though i'm not going to an office or sending an email or yeah so i'm i'm right there with you Mm -hmm. the inner work quote unquote might be really that is just as important if not more you know
0: definitely definitely and i think it's so easy to lose sight of that though because we're so conditioned in this world to be you know on all the time and go go and go, that actually taking time out to do the inner work and to get into alignment, that's almost countercultural, you know. So I think it takes it takes some bravery to say actually, this is my work, this is what's important, and it's so easy yeah. to forget, and it's so easy because I know we've both been on the path for a while. It's easy
1: for us to forget, you know, completely. So yeah. And it does. And she reminded me also, uh, Heather Christian Strang, she reminded us on that workshop, on that call, this way of thinking has been the the way of looking at it for as long as we've been, you know, for hundreds of years, at least, you know, once we've started working, earning and making money and, and it very much is brave and courageous to say I am I am willing to be the one to start to evolve this forward or I will be part of the pack that evolves this forward because I'm pretty sure 97% of at least humans on this planet operate from this other more traditional conditioned programming of you get a job you make your money you say you know that's what you do and that's all you do and so I think it is I have to remind myself as well, and she does a beautiful job in this class to thank us for, for doing this work because it is important.
0: It is definitely. And I think it is it's like
1: definitely 97% of the
0: world, if not more. <laughs> but it's because it's, it's trained into us. that like They don't know any different. I mean, that's just, that's so normal. And I think it does take those to kind of <laughs> 3% to keep going and to not quit and to start showing the rest of the world that there is a different way and we are moving to a different way. You know, because if you think about our history as humans, yes, money has existed in some form for a while now, but it always does shift. You know, going into an office wasn't always normal. You know, it it wasn't always the way it was done. So it it does does. shift, but it just takes a little bit of time. And eventually, Mm -hmm. I think you get that critical point where there's enough outliers that it switches into the mainstream. So Mm -hmm. we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We are. We are. It's funny because I was listening to a call from one of my mentors, um, Jared, Jared Hewitt, and he was talking about money um, as energy, which you know you hear a lot, but really to think about money as current. Like it's currency, but it's literally, it's current. And it's like, well, you're plugging into the current. I was like, yeah, because what is it really? It's paper and it's metal that has no value in and of itself. So it's, it's always good to be reminded that
1: everything is energy. Yes. I mean, and it flows. It does. And it doesn't, yeah, it, it's this, uh, and again, it's not wrapped up in our worth and our worthiness and our value, which is what we want to believe it is. Right. If I, if I earn a certain amount or make a certain amount, or I have to prove my worth through the job and through earning. Yeah. I mean, there's just, oh, there's so much. And yes, It is energy. It flows. I was thinking even before getting on this today, I thought, okay, I've set aside a couple of hours of my day-to-day, which again, I have a very open schedule. So I'm very, I'm lucky. I'm grateful to do this, be able to do this. And I do feel this is in alignment with my soul's calling and gifts. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, I can't, I mean, I can offer my soul's gifts in many, many ways. This is one of them. And just because this may not turn around and give me a paycheck at the end of the two hours, doesn't mean I don't do it. You know what I mean? Like this is part of what I am here to do along with many other things, including some things where I do then exchange for a fine, you know, a piece of paper or a check or what have you. So, and then shifting into that idea that then I am becoming a part of that energetic flow. Mm -hmm. I'm joining the current, if you will. and. that will be reciprocated
0: yeah well I think it's so interesting what you said there about if this is part of your soul work I'm in the same position like this what we're doing right now is part of my soul work and it's interesting how we've been so conditioned to think of there must be like a financial reward at the end of it to that to give it it value it's like well no this is my soul's work that is the value in and of itself and it's yeah, but I know what you mean. It's like, well, it's like time equals money. And it's like, no, it doesn't. The money doesn't give it value at all, you know, or work and all those things. that so we, we wrap around it to make it something that it's just not. We give money all these, like, characteristics. Like, it's, you know, it's good. It makes us better. It makes, well, it does make life easier. <laughs> that, that is true. It, it does. does. Like, it does. But it doesn't make us better as people or as humans. It doesn't give us anything in terms of identity or here we are or how value our contribution is to the planet at all. You know, mm-hmm. it's and it's really easy to slip into that. Yes. Because I think it, it is, just to say it again, it's, it's countercultural. You know, you go you go to school, you get a job, you work in the job for what, 40, 50, 60 years to get money, and then you retire and then you get to do what you want. Mm-hmm. That's completely messed up. <laughs> Why do you have to wait would, till sixty to kind of have the life yeah. you live?
1: Well, and to think again that you needed to earn it that whole time because you weren't already deserving and worthy from mm-hmm. the get go. It's our—it's losing, it's forgetting our inherent worthiness. It's believing we are sinners or that we have something to prove that we have. You know, we need to reclaim that and earn it. And interestingly, I just watched a very short video with Seth Godin about, mm-hmm. it was about fear, okay. and but he was talking, there was one thing he mentioned about our school system. And at least here, I think in the United States, though, I wonder if it isn't, you know, similar in other countries where mm-hmm. at, it was school, the current school structure that we understand it to be came about in the industrial revolution. Why? Because they wanted to train mm-hmm. humans, children to go into a factory to work. So we, we, the whole system from, as you mentioned, we start going to school and then we work for 50 years. You know, that's, that was all part of the plan, quote unquote. And he mentioned he's not a conspiracy theorist. I am not either. Yet I, when he pointed that out, I go, ah, oh, that makes so much sense. Like we're just using an old, an outdated meth model, right? It's an outdated model because we are not going into factories. And yet that's still that thought is perpetuating itself so now we go to an office building or now we go and yes there are shifts as you said I think there are more and more outliers that are starting to break that mold specifically around get one job and you keep it for 40 years more people are now getting multiple careers or Mm -hmm. more people learning to work for themselves, or more, you know, so we are starting to break the mold, but we're kind of, we're just scratching at the top tip of it, if you will, you know what I mean? Like, we're trying to, like, it's the iceberg, there's a, and of course, the underlying piece of the iceberg. So yes, we can chip away and say, oh, I'm going to work for myself, or oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to work for the man, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. uh, do those other things, and, we, we, and those are great steps, and I think all part, that's all part of this mold crumbling eventually, and there's this huge piece under the, under the surface that we don't see, which is, am I worthy inherently? And that's what matters. And even for me, I, you know, I don't have to sit here and say to be worthy and valuable, I need to make X amount of money doing my work in the world. Like that's still part of that same consciousness a bit. Right. So it's, it's, uh, it's just taking time for us to break it down, which like you do anything just bit by bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it takes time, it's little little steps, isn't it? Baby steps in the right direction. And I think I've heard, I don't think it was from Seth Godwin, but I've heard that analogy before. Well, not the analogy in terms of the Industrial Revolution and the school training us (laughs) to go into the factory. And it's been like, well, that makes sense. At that time, that makes complete sense. You know, how many, I don't know, hundreds of years on, it doesn't make sense anymore. You know, it's time for an upgrade, definitely. And, you know, I do think it's changing. I absolutely agree. And I think we are just at a really fascinating point because we are at the beginnings. And I think we're going to witness a crumble because it's it's gaining momentum slowly, but it's gaining momentum. Mm -hmm. And what I find fascinating about entrepreneurship is that it is almost a way into the iceberg to see underneath the kind of the, am I inherently worthy? Because there's nothing like being in business for yourself to bring up all those shadows and you start actually seeing what's going on in there because suddenly you know it is you selling your service and that's really difficult because it's so different to going into an office you're like wait what this is this is me this is me giving my gift into the world and getting financially paid for it and that brings up a lot of stuff yes so i kind of think being your own being your own boss Definitely, be an entrepreneur is a window into
1: worthiness. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it asks us to look at yes, and then to break apart because it asks us first to look at: Am I worthy? Mm-hmm. How do I value myself? Because that all starts to come into it, yeah. especially as we start pricing things. As we, you know, so we have to go through all that work to see what's really under there when i when i have the sinking feeling of asking for a certain amount or the opposite maybe i feel taken advantage of because i'm asking for too little right all of that's wrapped up in our worth and our value and we work through that as we get to a point of remembering ultimately none of that is our worth or our value yet it serves as a a portal. It serves as a window. As you said, it serves as an opportunity for us to go. Yeah. What am I willing to ask for? What am I willing to receive? What am I, how am I willing to start to uncouple a dollar sign to my worthiness? And can I sit in the knowing that I'm always worthy and will, will receive what I am here to receive because it is my innate My innate being is prosperity, is sourced with that. And can I trust it will come, especially in entrepreneurship? There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainty. So yeah, you tap into the value, you tap into the trust, you tap into all of it, absolutely.
0: It is, and it's, it's realizing that truth that we are inherently worthy just because, you know, just because. And that in itself is huge for some people, to kind of awaken to that realization that, you are enough as you are right now, and we are literally sourced in all ways, including financially. And we are also, I think, the biggest blocks to that source, to allowing that flow. And it is that the unworthiness that I'm not good enough, I need more, gets in the way, and we start to put up. You know, if you think of the flow being like a river, we start putting up dams, so so less and less can get to us, and eventually. You, know, you get blocked, and then they get really frustrated, and it can become a whole spiral like, I'm not yeah. worthy, and the money's not coming in, so you go less worthy. And it's a like, vicious circle.
1: oh I love that vision, the image of the, the dams, and I think you're absolutely right because what we're doing is, it's I think, specifically around entrepreneurship. This is what I've started to notice for myself, and I think with others, is that we also get locked into this is the only way I can earn money and receive money because that validates my worthiness right again we're stuck in this mentality of well I'm here sharing my gifts this must be the way I'm to receive it now that I think what happens we put up that dam to say well okay this is this has to come it has to come in this way rather than again opening opening that flow and saying I am here to serve I am here to be of service I'm here to offer my gifts. A, am I willing to flow and adapt as necessary? Not saying I need to change who I am, and yet it may feel that way. It may feel like an identity crisis at times, but what I believe is happening is we're really being open to where is the river leading me? Where is the flow of life, the source taking me so that I can be open to receive all that is there for me? And it may look a little different this month and the next month. I don't know what I, this is calling in next year. This is being called in. I don't know how it's unfolding. Can we be trusting of that and open to other miracles of receiving in terms of where the money flows from? Is it in gifts? Is it? And then can we see that? can we see the prosperity? Sometimes I think as a, at least when I first started my business, I was looking at if I'm not making money from a client, right? Very narrow. I put up all my dams to say, this is the only area I'm willing to receive money from or willing to acknowledge what I'm receiving is what I was doing is I was blocking all of this other stuff that I got in terms of perhaps it was gifts from people. Perhaps it was generosity of, you know, allowing me space and time and I mean who knows it was so many other things that I was receiving so I think also as an entrepreneur we are we can become quite blinded to this is the only way I'm receiving and this is again indicative of my worthiness and my value as an entrepreneur which to your point then just keeps that vicious cycle going because if I've narrowed in my flow so much um I, to, I've dammed up all these other possibles or I'm not acknowledging them then I'm focusing only on what I feel like I'm not receiving and then I feel unworthy and therefore the, the cycle continues. So absolutely.
0: Well, I think just as you were saying that, you know, it kind of, it hit me that I think for entrepreneurs, a lot of us, not all of us have come out of corporate in some way, shape or form. And we've almost done the same thing of instead of it being kind of the man who has a paycheck and that gives us our work, then we look for our business to do the same thing, which is why we narrow we in our focus. So I think perhaps it's part of that entrepreneurial shift of it's not our value. And the value of our business isn't in the dollar amount. You know, it's so much more than that, but it is they're making that shift that it's not just another nine to five where you happen to work for yourself. You know, it's so mm. much more than that. And, you know, running my business to be an entrepreneur, it really is the work because it is brave because it asks you to look at all your stuff. And we don't always want to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but we do but it's it's so worth it it is so worth it and i think it's interesting you know to your point about you know, how you damned up kind of the flow to only recognize money coming in through your business your clients and then I'm almost blinded to all the other abundance and i think we do that so often you know it's gifts you know it's you win you want a vacation or you get a scholarship somewhere, you know, somebody gives you, I don't know, a babysitting for half a day so you have some time and space. And all those are amazing gifts and, you know, proof positive if you like that you are in flow because you're being gifted that space to kind of step more into who you are. And so often we don't see that Mm -hmm. and we don't value that. And I think that's that's a real shame, I think, because there's so much goodness around us if we can just open our eyes to let ourselves
1: see it
0: mm-hmm. there's so much in this world so great to hang out with you today if you love the show please leave a review on itunes if that really helps get this message into more ears this is amy Biondini. Leave your truth be yourself